Welcome to the Type A Plus podcast with me, Beth Lawrence. I'm a certified meeting professional, award-winning event planner, and the classic over-prepared overachiever. Each episode, I'll be delivering bite-sized tips on organizing your business and life even during your most hectic times. So let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Type A Plus podcast. Beth Lawrence here. I am really excited. I alluded to this last week, but we are going to have a few more interview style podcasts coming up. I have so much enjoyed meeting other Type A and Type A Plus people and exposing you to who they are and what they do and building this little community. And so I am going to start accepting more co hosts and guests onto my podcast. It still will be short form, don't worry, but possibly around 20 minutes per episode, really focusing on who they are, what they do, and tips for you. So I'm very excited. If you would like to be on the podcast, just shoot us an email, the type A plus podcast at bethlawrence.co. I will link it in the show notes. And with that, we will get on to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about my skincare routine. And skincare is something that is pretty important to me. I have a long history with going to the dermatologist and figuring out different methods to control my skin. I actually, by the time I was eight years old, I already developed acne. And so it was really hard as a kid. It was on my face, on my back, on my arms. And obviously at a time in your life where kids are mean anyway, it was just a very great source of embarrassment for me. And so as a result, at a very early age, I had tried everything from over-the-counter things like Clearasil and Noxema to three-step systems like Proactive to Differingel and even Retin-A by the time I was about 12 or 13. And During that time span from about four years or so, I even was prescribed tanning beds, which was just terrible advice. And I cannot believe that was prescribed. But looking back, that was just the time. And so after trying a lot of different things, I went on Accutane when I was either 13 or 14 for about six months. And if you don't know what Accutane is, it's a very strong and powerful prescription only, at least at the time, I'm not sure now, but it was a prescription only drug that really essentially dries out your pores and your oil glands. And it was obviously, again, very awkward process. Accutane is more readily available. I think today people talk more about it, which is great. There are a lot of risks. I'm not going to go into Accutane. Definitely look it up and talk to your doctor if you if it's something that you think you may be interested in, but it dried out my skin. It dried out my lips, everything. And so I remember in the wintertime, my lips were so dry. I had to carry vitamin E pills everywhere with me. And so that combined with my love of magazines, I became very type A about my skin at a really young age. And like a trip to CVS was such a good time for me (laughs) and still is. There's obviously a lot more places that you can go to find skincare now, but I always have loved trying new things. I am very easily sold. I'm a marketer's dream. And I've experimented with a ton of things over the years. And back then in the the days of Noxema and Proactive, it it really was thought that you should keep oily and acne-prone skin dry. So one of the things that is 
when I look back, I wish that I had done differently is except the time that I was on Accutane, I really avoided moisturizers on my face until my late teens. And I absolutely don't recommend this. I think that because when my skin cleared up after I took Accutane, I was so nervous that I was going to get it back. I just was, again, completely type A about my skin. And over the years, my approach to skincare evolved. Obviously, I'm 35 years old right now. So I've tried so many things from three-step routines, literally to a 10-step skincare routine. I have had times in the past where since taking Accutane, I have had random things pop up with my skin. For example, when I stopped eating gluten years ago and then I started again and got this giant red patch on my face, it was dry and red and scaly and I could not get rid of it. So I actually went to a dermatologist, several dermatologists, and when I brought up gluten, that really was what they thought was triggering this response in my skin. So at that time, I was really trying to do everything I could to keep my skin moisturized. So that's where the 10-step skincare routine comes in. I don't get Botox or fillers, and that is not like a humble brag. I'm not saying like I have perfect skin, but I just wanted to be honest about where I'm at. Today, my skincare routine day-to-day is somewhat simple, but I have a ton of favorite products that I rotate in, so I thought it would be fun to do an episode about skincare. I, of course, will follow this up with information in the show notes and on social media as well. I'm going to start out by talking to you about my nighttime routine because that really is when I do the most with my skincare. It can be anywhere from three to almost 10 steps, depending on the time of year and the climate. And so today I'm going to give you a three-step routine, a five-step routine, and then I'm going to share in the show notes where I first found the 10-step Korean skincare routine so that you can go follow it and look it up for yourself. And I will talk about how that influenced some of my all-star products that I still have today. So on a normal day, my go-to three-step routine is comprised of local, to me, handmade brands. I'm right outside of Philly. There is a wonderful brand called Franklin & Whitman. It's a Philly-owned, vegan and cruelty-free skincare brand that gives back to dogs. And I really like using vegan, cruelty-free skincare on my skin whenever possible because natural ingredients make my skin look the best. I have pretty sensitive skin because of everything that my skin has already been put through and it's 35 years. And so a number of the things that I will talk about are vegan and cruelty-free, not all of them, but I do want to shout out that these four actually are. So they have Franklin and Whitman, again, they have an oil-based daily face cleanser that I am obsessed with. It goes on, it's an oil-based cleanser. So it has a pump, you put it in your hands, you put it on your face, and then you wipe it with a warm washcloth. And it removes makeup just fine on its own without another step, which I absolutely love because I'm usually exhausted by the time I'm washing my face. And then I use their facial toner. I used to put it on a cotton pad and swipe it on my face, which most people do, but I actually love just misting it on my face before I do my next step, because a lot of skincare actually absorbs best when your skin is a little bit damp as opposed to dry. So after I spray the facial toner on, I use their facial serum, or I use another local black woman-owned brand, which is called Recharge Beauty Wellness. She's my esthetician. Shout out to Robin. She has this amazing CBD facial oil. And so I will rotate those depending on quantities of what I have or time of year, et cetera. And so that's my normal. That's if I just want to go to bed, I don't really have a ton of makeup on my face, but it's my normal makeup. If I do 
wear a ton of makeup if I go to a wedding or if I happen to be part of a styled shoot or anything like that. Or after a workout, I will do a five-step routine. So that starts with a foaming face wash just to get, it's a Vanna cream foaming face wash. And that helps to take makeup off, really just make my skin feel fresh. And then I go through with the Franklin and Whitman three steps, the daily face cleanser, the toner, the serum. And then I use this cream. It's like $6 for a giant tub. And it is the most luxe moisturizer. I follow Bethany Frankel on Instagram. I don't know if anyone listening follows her as well, but she does these amazing skincare reviews. And she did a comparison where she compared the Nivea cream to some of the most expensive facial cream out there. And Nivea really does hold up. So that's my nighttime routine. There's also some other products that I rotate through because of my affinity for finding different ways of taking care of your skin. I found the SoCo Glam skincare routine. I'm going to link it in the show notes. It is the, from what I can tell, the original, really the skincare, 10 step skincare routine that kind of blew up a few years ago. I actually really love a lot about this. I love, first of all, we've already established that I am a marketer's dream. I love different products, but I also just really loved doing it because it was almost like a facial every single night and it made my skin feel amazing, but I didn't keep it up over the years. And obviously everyone's skin is different. So you should definitely try what's best for you. I did find a lot of great products through this process. Some of them are Korean beauty products and some are not. And I still rotate them throughout the week or through the month and I'll share them with you now. So here are all of my all-star products. I love Franklin and Whitman's Midtown Village Scrub. It's this coffee and vanilla scrub and it's this amazing physical exfoliant. It has coffee grounds in it and they have a body scrub as well. It just makes your skin feel great and it's oil-based. So again, you're not stripping your skin as much as you do with some of the other physical exfoliants that are out there. Cannot shout them out enough. I love Franklin and Whitman's scrub. They also have an amazing face mask collection. So definitely take a look at their website. They've got a lot of great things depending on what you're looking for. Shout out to my friend, Kristen, who also absolutely loves skincare. Kristen actually gave me this as a gift and it was very sweet. I love it so much. It's the Chanel LeBlanc mask. It's healthy light creator mask. I use this about once a week. It's very rich. It smells amazing. And it just feels like that little luxury in my skincare routine. The one thing that I did take from the Korean skincare routine in terms of still definitely purchasing Korean beauty brands as much as possible is the snail mucin or snail jelly. So I love a sheet mask. They have a snail jelly mask that I will link in the show notes that is my favorite. And I also use the, it's Cos RX snail mucin essence. I use that about once a week within my skincare routine. I use it more often typically during the winter time. There's a term that you'll see if you do some more research on the Korean skincare routine like glass, and it really does just make your skin look amazing. Sometimes I will use the under eye pads. It's Myzon snail mucin under eye pads. It's almost like highlighter for your skin. Sometimes I will literally just do my skincare routine in the morning and then put some under eye pads on, take them off, put some mascara on, and I'm ready for the day. I love it so much. Next, I would definitely say there's the LipoFix Intense Lifting and Hydrating Neck Treatment, 
we forget about our neck in our skincare routine and our chest and arms and a lot of other places on our skin, but your neck really absorbs just as much as your face does. So I love these lifting and hydrating neck treatments. I think they just feel very luxe. It's awkward to do. It's basically a sheet mask for your neck. So you really have to put a towel underneath you and find somewhere to to do this and set up, but I really enjoy it. And I think that does it do everything it says it's going to do? Not sure, but it sure looks like it does. And it's a great time while you're trying. And then I love the Color Up CBD scrub. This is used by Robin, my esthetician. It's very gentle, much smaller beads than the Franklin and Whitman Midtown Village scrub. I will use that more often in the summer for exfoliation rather than the winter and kind of keep it in my shower. Just absolutely love it. This next product actually was recommended by a magazine. They said that Madonna uses this. I don't know. At this point, I don't think her skincare routine is what is keeping her looking young, but it is great. It's made of royal jelly. It's basically like Vaseline, but more natural. And it's great for under your eyes, your elbows, your knees, your feet, really any skin during the wintertime. It's so luxe. It just feels great on your skin. And I will use that sometimes, like I said, under my eyes, if I'm in a really dry climate, if I'm in the desert, or if it's just been really dry, it's just great. I can't say enough great things about it. Next product is from Biosance. This is a vegan, cruelty-free skincare brand as well. It's squalane and copper peptide serum. Very like plumping serum for your skin. I layer it underneath the Franklin and Whitman serum sometimes at night. Just a really fun product that I like to use when I think my skin needs it or if I just want to try something different. And finally, for your body moisturizer, every day I use CeraVe's body moisturizer, but in the wintertime, I do more gravitate toward the Nivea cream, which is richer and thicker, and also the Egyptian magic, as I mentioned. So those are my kind of all-star products that I use all the time. That all is mostly nighttime. If I'm staying in the house, maybe I'll layer a few more layers of skincare on during the day. But for the most part, during the day, when if I wake up in the morning, I splash water on my face and then I use the Franklin & Whitman toner. I use the Franklin & Whitman serum and then I layer sunscreen over it. I use the Elta MD. It's like 45 SPF, I think, but I really enjoy it. It doesn't leave a thick residue on my face. I sometimes will, instead of doing that sunscreen, I will do a BB cream or a CC cream or a tinted moisturizer with sunscreen in it. Again, my skin is not perfect. No one's skin is perfect, but skincare is fun to me. If you are listening and you love skincare just as much as I do, please share. Would really love to hear any products that you recommend. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have your own methods or your own favorite products, please share them. And I look forward to talking to you again next week on the Type A Plus podcast. Take care. The Type A Plus podcast is written and produced by me, Beth Lawrence. Our music is by Dan Dilemma Thomas. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, please share, and give us a five-star rating. New episodes will be released each week. Thank you for listening.